0: It's a doggy dog world is brought to you by 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. 1-800-PET-MEDS is your best source for pet medications, vitamins, supplements, and pet supplies. Get great savings, fast service, and free shipping. Go to petmeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more.
1: It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set you know you've got it good really good because after all it's a doggy dog world out there <coughs> pet life radio presents it's a doggy dog world with your host pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts Kate Abbott and Petra Burke
2: hi welcome to it's a doggy dog world I'm your host Liz Palaika and with me today are my good friends Petra Burke hello and Kate Abbott how do you? <laughs> We always have a good time, so don't (laughs) mind us if we're giggling. In this show, we're going to answer some listeners' questions. We've had some people uh, email us with some questions about their dogs and their dog behavior and their situation at home. And we thought we would address three of those today for you. But first, let's listen for a word from our sponsor. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
1: Sit. Stay. It's a Doggy Dog World. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
0: It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by BuyCostumes.com, the web's most popular costume store. <laughs> Yes, BuyCostumes.com is your ultimate source of over 15,000 Halloween costumes and party supplies for people and their pets. (laughs) Take a bite out of your entire order. 12% BuyCostumes.com slash doggy. D-O-G-G-Y Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. I love animals. If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take a back shot. I need time i need love i crave attention Dark Winter. Available on iTunes. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.
1: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
2: Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz and with me today are Patron Kate. And our first uh, listener question is, we just moved into a new house that has a pool. How can I keep my dog safe? Well, Kate's the only one of the three of us that has a pool, and although we've all given advice about that, yeah. we'll <laughs> let Kate lead this discussion. Go, Kate. Go, Kate. Okay. Go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> pool. Been a so, later
3: in your past life. Uh, oh.
2: no, I know some people with pools fence them off. If that is the safest. If they've got kids and dogs, and actually, I think here in California, anyway, There's if you law. have children, you have to have the pool safely contained for the well, kids? Apparently it
4: varies a lot by city. Oh, okay. Um, like, for, for our, where I live, we had to have a six foot around the pool somehow. But the six foot around my entire yard satisfied was enough. Ah, okay. Um, so so basically to keep neighbor kids out of it. Some of the other cities require a fence within a foot of the pool surround and stuff. There's different okay. regulations.
3: Yeah. Um, I my was parents are the same, six foot. Around, around the, the perimeter. Pool. Yep.
4: yep, yep. Self locking. Exactly. Yeah. I was at one client's house and she actually taught swimming to kids and she had, it was almost like an exercise pin, but about four feet high plastic around her entire pool surround with just about a foot. Ah, okay. On So, so the kids didn't accidentally fall in. Okay. And so that to keep the dogs out while the kids were in there splashing and playing. Ah, that, that would work too. Yeah. Because the dogs would get very excited and want to jump in and help.
3: Sure. Um, so. Which I had, Hans, remember mm -hmm. my first German shepherd would do that. I was in the pool. He jumped in and dude grabbed my arm and pulled me out. I'm like. Dude, I'm swimming. <laughs> I'm having fun. Jumped in again. Goes, no, got to save you. Pulled me back out. That's right? that's a German yeah.
2: Shepherd thing because Paul and I had that happen. We uh, We were doing search and rescue, and some fellow search and rescue volunteers invited us to their place after a training session and said, bring the dogs. So the four of us were in the pool. They had a Rottweiler and a Border Collie. And we had the two German Shepherds. Their dogs were used to the pool, running circles around it. My dog, Watashi, said, oh, my God, you're drowning. Yeah. Well, I could keep him out verbally with that. But then our friends had an inflatable frog float. raft float. float <laughs> and you sat in the frog's mouth. And you oh, put no. your arms on the frog's <laughs> legs. And Paul blew this up, put it in the water, climbed into it. And his dog had a fit. <laughs> Jumped in the middle of the frog and Paul and <laughs> bit the frog Ooh. and popped it and then oh, grabbed yeah. Paul oh. and drug him to the side of the pool. He
3: killed oh, the monster and saved was Dad. trying to swallow
4: Dad. Yes, yeah.
2: so we had to reimburse them for their inflatable <laughs> frog. <laughs> of course, they were laughing so hard, I thought they were going to drown in their own pool. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, let's back on the subject of, uh, of safety.
4: They can be useful. I taught my Roddy to circle people. Sure. So then you can have the choice of reaching out and grabbing hold of her collar, and she'll drag you into the shore mm-hmm. or to the steps, mm-hmm. but not coming directly at you and swimming on top of you or grabbing you with their
3: jaws. Right. right. Yes. Right.
4: But anyway, so managing is probably the safest mm-hmm. overall. And because even my dogs are hardly ever out in the backyard without me. Mm-hmm. And they do tend to hang out on the patio right by the door, not down at the poolside. But even so, we've had friends over, or even they'll get to playing, and one of them will knock each other in. Mm-hmm. So putting up the fence is the safest. Mm-hmm. Then, second, you want to make sure the dog can swim. Sure. Now, again, I was at a client's house with six dachshunds
3: mm-hmm.
4: and a pool. Mm -hmm. So we were putting them in one by one to make sure they could swim and know how to get out. But i will get to that in a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, And not panic when they're swimming. Out of the six of them, five, no problem. Two of them were little otters. Mm -hmm. The other three, they could cope. The sixth one, he was doing all the right moves, but he was an extra-long dachshund, Ah. and he didn't have back-end awareness, and it was like watching a slinky trying to swim. His back-end would start twisting and torquing, Oh. Even though the front end was paddling away. And next thing this poor guy knew, no, he was a rolling log. Oh, <laughs> oh poor boy. Guy. <laughs> so I had to teach him to swim by just, like you would a kid, supporting his back end lightly, 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 until he learned to control his back end and keep it on yeah. the straight track.
2: And then you have the dogs that hate water so much they panic. Yeah. Bashir absolutely hates water. Yep. He wouldn't drink it unless he needed it for life. <laughs> and one time when I took him to your place, he, no matter how nice I tried to introduce him, mm-hmm. he freaked. Yeah, He just, he must have drowned in a former lifetime <laughs> because he just thought that was the most horrible thing around. And
4: so, you know, if I had a dog like that in my house with a pool, I would be putting a closer mm-hmm. fence on it just yep. to prevent that from happening. Right. Because when they
2: panic, that's when they go to the side of the pool and instead of the stairs, and they try to claw their way out and they panic and panic and panic until they get so exhausted they
4: drown. Yeah. So they will, that's the second part is once they can swim, if they do swim, is to teach them how to get out, right? Most dogs don't see through the water very well to see where the steps are, where the shallow end is. Well, and their eyes are
3: right there at the top. I mean, you do if you put your eyes at a level of a dog sees, you can't see under the water. All you see is the The reflection.
4: reflection. Yep. So the best dog swimming pools are the ones that have the beach sloping entrance. Mm
3: -hmm. But
4: most of us don't. Most of us have regular steps. And you know, forget the pull yourself out stairs. Yeah. Those aren't going to happen. So I put something at the pool surround on the outside of the pool, like a big potted plant, a big potted plant, a right. chair, something, something a very visible target, right? That that's the side, and then I get in the pool with them. And if they try to hang on to the edge, just gently push them off, keep them, and guide them mm-hmm. to where they can get out on their own. And then get all happy, and then do it again. You sure. do it again, and you do it again. Right. Now, again with the dachshunds, this was a lap pool, so there was a series of steps at one end. Five out of the six, including the one who kept rolling, they were able, when they got to the last step, to hop out. The littlest one, she couldn't. So I advised them to get a ramp. Mm -hmm. And there are various makes and models out there, floating ramps for dogs, that you can attach to the edge of your pool. And a sloping ramp that goes up and down with the water, scamper ramp or something Boy, like that.
2: Boy, they make everything nowadays, sure. don't they? <laughs>
4: get on the internet and look for it. I saw the scamper ramp the other day at Tuesday morning. Wow. You know, which is like an upscale, pick and see. But anyway, um, <laughs> an upscale 99 cent store. <laughs> well, it's more than that. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, you unfortunately introduced me to Tuesday morning.
4: I've been there. Yep, yep. So <laughs> they, um, there are those devices that can make the difference between your dog being able to get out. But at least, at the very least, these dachshunds knew how to go to the steps. So they weren't going to drown, and five out of six were going to get out of the pool, but one might not make it out on her own. So getting them comfortable in the water, just push them off the side if they're trying to hang on and get out the wrong way, and then uh, show them how they can get out and give them a target. And then, by the way, just as a pool owner, be sure to get some of those pool socks that go over your um, skimmer filter basket. Definitely. You cannot believe how much even a short-haired Rottweiler can oh, shed. Oh, we hear in horror water.
3: stories from a friend who has well, how many five? Four, five, four, four <laughs> newfies and two golden retrievers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, you you her, want to stop
4: as much of that hair from getting into your pump as possible. So definitely, sock on your skimmer filter basket is a great idea. Yeah. And of course, the dogs. Mm-hmm. I notice I have to mess with the chemicals a whole lot more. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, Because you know, they're bringing in, they get out, they run around, right. get in the dirt, <laughs> drop their ball in the dirt, get it muddy, bring it back to the pool. Uh,
2: oh, personally, I have no idea how you keep that pool clean. <laughs> I don't know.
4: At uh, the moment, it's not very, but anyway. So All right.
2: So and how... don't
4: over too, when they're around.
2: Hope that answers
4: our... Oh, I haven't had any problem. It, sometimes people wonder, with my dog swimming in the summer... I haven't any problem with them drying out of skin or anything. I do occasionally just hose them off with the hose water afterwards. I haven't had any issue with I'm them. sure a lot of
2: it depends on the chemicals that are used. Because yeah. I know some of the chemicals can dry our skin a lot more. Alright, moving on to our second question. Second question from our listener was, I was told that I'm just managing my dog's bad behavior rather than teaching him. Can you explain the difference? Actually, that's a wonderful question, and we could go into some huge behavioral concepts, but let's keep it as easy as possible because that makes it easier for me to explain. Managing the dog's behavior would be, for example, when you have guests come over, you put the dog in the backyard and leave him there while the guests are there. That's managing the behavior by putting him in the backyard. He's not trashing your guests. He's not jumping on them. He's not stealing their purse or anything like that. But it's not teaching the dog what to do instead. And I had a long discussion about this with an acquaintance. I'd love to call him a friend, but I don't see him that often. Dr. Dunbar, Dr. Ian Dunbar, is a very well-known behaviorist and dog trainer. He's a huge proponent of puppy training. And he basically started the puppy training movement way back when, before just about anybody else did puppy training. I was interviewing him for an article for Dog World magazine earlier this year, and he talked about that. He said, unfortunately, today, many people, including many trainers, emphasize managing the dog rather than teaching him. His definition of a well-trained dog is a dog who can be trusted off leash, without a leash, and he's still behaving himself, still cooperating with you, still doing what you ask. So, for example, if we use the guests coming to the house, the dog who's been well-trained and knows the manners might bark when somebody comes to the house, and most of us want that. But then he stops barking when you ask him to. You can allow the guests into the house and the dog is not going to jump on them. And when you invite the guests in and get him a beer, a glass of wine, an iced tea, and you all sit down, the dog will lay down as you ask him to and behave himself. That's a well-trained dog. A dog who's managed is one who's controlled so he can't do anything, but he's not been taught. So there's a big difference there.
3: You know, I know I've gone to, I mean, that's a great example because there's people's homes I've gone to and the first thing they do, I walk in and they'll put their dog in the backyard. And I'm like, no, no, it's okay. You know what? Let's teach him how to behave when me, a guest comes over and I said, I'll help you. But again, that, that's a great example because it happens. Every, it's Everyone's, I think, first instinct. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me put the dog out back.
4: I was thinking, as you're saying, about all the different, uh, the, the new different training aids, the no pull harnesses, et cetera, that people use them for years and years and years and years because it manages the dog pulling, but as soon as they take it off. So managing mm. is stopping a behavior. Mm-hmm. Teaching is teaching the dog self control to listen yes. to you. Yes. Is that? It? Yeah. The no-pull
3: harness is like, so how's that working for you? Yeah, your favorite (laughs) phrase.
4: (laughs) And if, whether it's a a prong collar or a no-pull harness or a halty or a buckle you use it as long as it is teaching the dog Mm self-control. So that someday you can do without it.
2: And that's not to say managing is bad as long as you're also teaching. Right. So... If you're in the early stages of teaching your dog good behavior and your grandparents come over and you don't want the dog to trash them, then sure, put them outside. But another way to handle it would be to put the dog on leash and collar and teach him what to do mm-hmm. while your grandparents are there. And tell your grandparents, I'm not ignoring you, I'm using you as a distraction. Let's have our conversation while I have the dogs do a downstay. Mm-hmm. So you can manage and control the dogs and then also teach him. But eventually the management should slowly disappear as you're
4: teaching the new behaviors. So I have a young dog or a puppy in the house. I need to go take a shower. I cannot observe and teach puppy dog. I put him in a crate. I put him in the crate. That manages him. Exactly. But when I am about and with the puppy dog and he's out of the crate... Then I'm teaching him so that he eventually, someday, exactly. I can take a shower and leave him sitting and on the bathroom floor. I'm
2: doing that right now with Paul and I have the new puppy. When I'm working at the computer, finishing up the book project, I have, much to my older dog's dismay, a baby gate across my office door to keep the puppy with me. I've got a bully stick for him to chew on. There's a couple toys. He's learning to rest and relax under my desk while I'm working. I take a break, baby gate goes up, we go outside to go potty, we walk around the house, he sniffs my shoe, ah, drop it, here's your toy, thank you. So he's learning, but like you say, I go to the store, I go in the
4: shower, he goes in his crate. So management is more immediate, takes care of an immediate problem, keeps everybody safe and prevents bad habits. Training is teaching for the future. For the future. There we go. All right. So I hope
2: that answered questions as far as managing and training. We've got one more question for you, but we need to take a break for our sponsor. So hold on and we'll talk about our third question when we get back.
1: Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
0: It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com.
3: Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the
0: flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P.com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G.
1: Hello, Danica, Where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy. oh you know? racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online
0: store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Mm-hmm. Grandma'sauction.com.
1: Hey, Aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs. Mm-hmm. Grandma needs her bingo money.
0: Use promo code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com.
1: When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet life Radio. Pet life Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We, we know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
2: Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Well, so far in this podcast, we've answered two listeners' questions, but we've got one more to go. Patrice, since you're the only mother in the three of us, <laughs>
3: we'll let you handle this one. Yeah, it's you know, a good question. I mean, luckily you guys pretty much work out of your homes. I, I physically have to go somewhere <laughs> every day. So the third question is, I'm a teacher and my kids are all in school. We went back to school last month, the dog's home alone, and now being very destructive.
2: Help! <laughs> <laughs> well, he's lonely. Yeah, he was used
3: to everybody being home over the summer. Exactly, and I'm trying to trying to remember when I had one dog. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that far back? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> so being one that always has always have been away from the home to work, I didn't luckily have never been had an opportunity to work at home. And then having one daughter chasing her off to school. Now that she's graduated, don't have to worry about it. But, you know, I would have them in, first, a safe enclosed yard. Again, I know a lot of people have maybe large yards or unsafe fences. I mean, we hear it here in classes all the time. There's nothing wrong with a dog run. Exactly. We suggest put a dog run. First, your dog is safe. Second, if they want to dig a hole, they can and sleep in it. As long as they have shelter.
2: Well, that's a good point. What makes a safe dog run? Shelter. Shade. From mm-hmm. the sun, shelter from the weather, yep. secure fencing. <laughs> if you've got a dog who likes to jump or climb or try to be an escape artist, a top, put a top,
4: yeah. Or if you've or got critters in the area, there's another mountain lion report in our area. Yes, there is. I, I would saw want day
3: covered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dog run outside yeah.
4: for a palm. Yeah.
3: Where or if your dog digs out, you may have put to put a floor.
2: Up, uh, yeah, the bottom. How you have it situated? Where neighborhood kids and neighbors can't torture him. Yeah. In you know, well, the neighborhood
3: that happened. That was that's not fair to the dog.
2: No. Uh uh-uh. uh. More dogs have been made aggressive towards kids because the school kids walking by, take that stick and you know, bump 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 mm-hmm. bump along the fence or scream and shout or throw things. Exactly. In a place where the dog is gonna feel secure. Mm-hmm. So close to the house
4: if you can. With whatever shelter your your climate requires. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. So it's yeah, true. Huh? <laughs> so a safe dog run, a safe dog. And we run don't out. get
4: uh, feet of snow out here, but
2: No. Yeah.
4: Back east. Yep. Colorado, whatever. A lot okay. of rain depending so, where it is.
2: So a good safe, secure, weather-proof if at all possible dog run. Mm-hmm. Now that's
3: managing. That's managing. But that's smart right now. Right. Exactly. And then toys. We always talk about giving them something to do. For example, in the summer just because we've had this ridiculous heat wave I did a plastic kid's pool, and sure. I put that cube of ice, and actually threw some uh, just ice that would float, and I actually did throw carrots. a handful of carrots in there, and yep. cut up some little apples things, and left, you know, they have three of them in the dog run all together, but uh, it kept them busy, and when I got home, you can tell that either some ice around, uh, that Havies had melted, and they were chewing up all on the things, but that kept them busy. They... Are awake for such a short time is when they do all that destruction mm-hmm. if they don't have anything else to do they sleep quite a bit when mm-hmm. you're not there but give mm-hmm. them that 20 minutes and you'll have a whole dug to China a plastic pail and free streets
2: inside free, the block of mm-hmm, ice mm-hmm. one of the recipes and I think you told me about it Kate that my dogs absolutely love and I've been making the last hot spell the cupcake pans Put the paper cupcake liner in it, shred up some chicken, and then fill it with water or chicken broth and freeze it.
4: I use very diluted bouillon or chicken broth. Yeah.
2: Actually, most of the time I just use water. And freeze it, and then you give them this chicken ice cube Mm -hmm. outside. My guys absolutely love it. Yeah.
3: Absolutely love it. Yeah. Kayla did one. You must have talked about it. So all of a sudden she did a few with Mm -hmm. some... Chicken, there was some uh, kibble in there, you know, it Mm -hmm. it worked great. Did it once for a dog birthday party and then once
4: for we went down to a dog event and it was going to be a warm day. Mm -hmm. So it was something we could keep in the ice chest and pull out for the dogs every now and then to keep them occupied. Sure. Give them some downtime and cool them off all at the same time.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Then I think the other one we're mentioning toys is have toys that you can rotate Oh, was like, kids, they get bored, okay, i played with this for a week now, I'm bored. But if you rotate them, it's always something new. And then I love, when we went to the Global Pet Expo, we got that little um, toy, uh, food dispensing toy for the palms. Oh, my gosh. I will take it, you know, I'll let him play with it for a day. And this is when I'll take it away for a couple days. And then I'll come back and it's like, oh, my gosh, there's a new toy again. And Benji, the little palm, it's the best thing in the whole wide world. Loves that thing. Keeps them busy forever. There's a lot of food dispensing toys out
2: there. But the one that I've really become a fan of is the Kong Wobbler. Made by Kong Company. They make the, the Kongs. And the Wobbler is red. Red looks like the Kong. It's in the shape of the Kong, but the top unscrews so you can just put a handful of kibble or treats or something in there, screw it back together, and the bottom is weighted enough that the dog actually has to manipulate it to get the treats out. The puppy figured it out quite quickly. I was very impressed because I gave it to him in my office while I was working. The other three dogs, I actually put them out of my office so they wouldn't steal it from him. And sniff, 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 pat with a paw, hmm, sniff, 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 pat, sniff, 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 pat, harder, treats came out, I mean, you could see that light bulb light over his head. I mean, that (laughs) light bulb went boing, Uh aha.
3: Yep, exactly.
2: It's it's a great, great toy. I use that even with the older dogs. If I'm taking two of the dogs to the training yard with me, the two I'm leaving at home, I'll leave the Kong Wobbler mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. The only one I have to be careful is Bashir because he will resource guard it. Yeah. Mine. Right. No one else can have it. It's mine. And since he's the boss dog, no one else gets it. <laughs> you see,
4: well my favorite for small dogs mm-hmm. is the Ball. Oh yes. Because the Wobbler is the little, pretty little bit heavy. too much for the yeah. smaller dogs. Sure. So a friend with, uh, she's got four toy poodles, And one of them was getting quite ancient, was having a hard time staying focused on her food. Okay. So I got her the appropriate size molecule ball. She says it's taken five years off of that her girl's life because she just loves. Added five years. Added five years. Whatever. Added five years. She reacts younger.
2: We don't want it to kill her off.
4: No, No, the molecule
2: ball did not kill the toy
4: (laughs) poodle. No, no, no. She got younger and happier because now she gets to play with that for her dinner. Sure. Yeah. Instead of just in the bowl, which apparently mm-hmm. had gotten dull or boring or whatever, yeah, it excited her to eat again. Yeah, she started gaining weight again. She was oh, getting good. quite skinny. Good. So that's just. But anything too much would have frustrated her. She would sure. have given up. Mm hmm. And so I like the lucky ball for that
3: reason. So there's and just a variety out there. Oh, yes. there's lots
4: of them,
2: including the the Kong, the original food dispensing toy. And that one, you know, some peanut butter, some cheese, uh-huh. some kibble. And if that's too easy for your dog, put the peanut butter or cheese in it, and then throw it in the freezer, and yeah. it takes longer for him to get it out.
4: Yeah, so, so you know your dog. Pick the level of challenge that they need. Yes. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Kong is
2: much too easy for my guys. They get it emptied.
3: Even the frozen one, they empty it very quickly. And also another thing you could do, depending if you have your dog run near the home, or if you can get some music out there, you can also put just like. Elevator music. Easy no, listening. Easy, yeah. No see, hard rock. You pick music, and yet I used to pick AM talk stations. Oh, yeah. I like the easy listening. I First, still I do like it. explain why my dogs
4: like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> There's no, your problem. No, I'm just joking. But, um, but the sound of human voices meant uh, more to them than music.
2: Yes. Yeah, see, I think the sound of human voices, especially male voices, would be more disturbing to the Aussies. Maybe that's the yeah. difference. I don't know. Play play with it and find out what your dog likes. Or I'll leave the TV on.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I've done that too at times. Yeah. And then also, this is during, I mean, this is while you're gone. You know, give your dog something to do. But then when you come home, oh my gosh, my guys are instantly with me. Mm -hmm. We go out and we play, more fetch games. They're in the house, you know, um, and then they're with me after that, as soon as I get home. And this is, you know, I've raised so many dogs this way. Because a lot of people, or a lot of rescues, I guess I always recommend you should be home most of the day as much. And I like, Not know, many I'm, people can do that. No, in this economy you can't. And I'm one that have. I raised a daughter. I had to work all the time. Luckily, my second job being dog training, dogs are here working with me. But they've all grown up to be good dogs, happy dogs. You know, I spend time in the morning with them. Before I leave they get their little toys, whatever out there at the run, I come home, they're with me again. But you know? well, let me put in a plug then for doggy daycare centers. Yeah. You have enough dogs well
4: to screen them for your own <laughs> you have your own dog Yeah, no, yeah they
3: all play yeah. with each other, that's keep each other point. busy. Yes, there are well good ones screened. and there are bad ones. Yes.
4: yes. yes. We've heard, heard one, some
3: horror
2: stories.
4: Yes. Good ones are awesome. Yeah. Well, just like there's good daycare centers for kids. Right. And right. bad daycare centers, for right. Kids. right?
3: Go there, observe, look. Talk do like to the you people. do with your child. I know before I put Kayla, when she was younger, I asked, I talked to your parents and I asked around, who do you recommend? Same mm. with doggy daycares. Who do you recommend? We heard ones that were mixing up small breeds and large breeds and, together. And, and they, dogs got killed. Yeah. Or dogs are mix- or too many. Too many. And yeah. for one person to babysit them, I guess, you know, watch them, and they didn't know what to do if there was a dog fight. And the yeah. dogs
2: should be pre-screened before they are put out in the play area. Mm-hmm. The best ones will have an interview. You and your dog come for an interview, and your dog is basically temperament tested with other dogs. Mm-hmm. That's a good doggy daycare. But sure, a couple times a week, take the edge off your dog, get him out, get him socialized while you're at work. And there's some that will actually come to the house, pick up your dog, and then bring him back. Right. Others that have a camera in there that you can check up on the Internet. You can see what your dog's doing during the day
4: this you don't have a doggy daycare in your area how about
3: a dog walker yeah that's my next thing a lot of pet dog sitters walker. exactly a lot, of,
2: a lot of pet sitters do dog walking yes mm-hmm. or up the day for if dog. you've
3: got a reliable
2: teenager in your neighborhood or a reliable senior citizen who would like to go for walks
4: mm-hmm. sure or even do doggy daycare with one small dog in their home yeah Yeah,
3: yeah. There's some people. Yeah, there's some people that maybe they are home, retired, have a dog, and you're a neighbor of theirs, and your dogs get along. Arrange something that they're the babysitter while you're at work. Well,
4: actually, I know somebody does it. So a retired person, they don't want to get a dog. They afraid they're afraid they're going to die and leave a dog alone in the world. Hmm. They miss having a dog. Their neighbor works, so they get custody during the day. Sure. They get a dog oh, to there go to the go. park with, walk with, yeah. watch TV with. Yeah. the person comes home for work, pass them off. There they share custody, and the <laughs> and
2: dog gets the best of both worlds. Yeah, how wonderful! And <laughs> the
4: businessman has to go on a trip, he knows he's got somebody right there to take care of the dog. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. dog already knows it's no big deal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So there's, it's nice, there's a lot of options out there. Think outside the box. Yes. Think outside the crate. Think outside the crate.
0: To leave okay. a dog,
4: particularly a young, active dog, we don't know how, what age this dog is, no, but no. it's generally an adult, active, smart dog. It's putting the lid on the pressure cooker and turning up the heat and leaving them alone. Right. Yeah. They're going to blow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these are all ways to release the energy. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Think about it that way. And then, last but certainly
2: not least to the whole thing, don't forget about training because training can help teach the dog self control. And a lot of these destructive behaviors are when the dog, like Kate says, the pressure cooker goes off. So and it's so, only during
3: that 15, 20 minutes they're awake. That's yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. all it needs. Boom. Yeah. <sighs> Get even me. the
4: zoos are talking, oh. and I shouldn't say even the zoos. More and more zoos are going to uh, enrichment. Environmental enrichment. Yes.
2: I'm a huge proponent of that. Oh, in yeah. fact, uh, if you go up to PetConnection.com, I just wrote a, a blog about it just a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: So those are critters that never get to leave their enclosure, and so they have to enrich. So, But if you're leaving your dog in an area, whether it's your house or your yard or a pen, for a certain amount of time, you've got to enrich it. Or get them out so they get some enrichment. Exactly. Right. Break, or break up that pressure cooker. Yep.
3: yep. Exactly. All right. So the- All
2: right. Well, those are three three questions we answered in this podcast. Hope we gave uh, everybody something to think about. Meanwhile, don't forget, we're on Facebook. You can look up Kindred Spirits Dog Training and like us. Uh, since they don't say friend anymore, it's like. Oh, okay. <laughs> and also follow us on Twitter at Liz Polika And we'll see you... When we record our next podcast. Send so us keep some track. more questions. Definitely. More questions. Liz at PetLifeRadio.com. See you later. Bye
1: bye. <laughs> Having a rough day? <coughs> Longing for the dog days of summer? <coughs> Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? <coughs> well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.